Hey, Jane. Hey, Jacqueline. What do you think the most significant YA book series like the 2000s to the 2010s is? Oh, definitely The Hunger Games. No, no, I mean like... Like, uh, Twilight. Twilight, that's the best No, one. no, I'm talking about the Percy Jackson series by Riordan. Uh, I've not heard of those. If I wanted to listen to a funny podcast about those, what would you suggest? Well, I would recommend Unwise Girls, which you and I host. This is a podcast where we reread, analyze, and frequently joke about the books of the Rick Riordan-verse. And we see why people call these the best young adult magical series of the 2000s. And we always take time to declare which characters are canonically, factually, not cis-head, because Rick Riordan is not the boss of us. Listen to Unwise Girls every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the Moonshot Network. start a podcast i do but what would it be about we should probably come up with a podcast idea huh we should we should have a podcast idea we should have it locked and loaded obviously this is something we talk about often mm-hmm. or we always got them here i actually do have one from a uh, submitter that has requested an amended d okay what's your request riley this one legit is not my request okay <laughs> I- I would I would be brave about it. I would I would be honest about it. Let me look it up in here. Mm-hmm. All right. Hashtag the podcast minds reverse agony ant podcast where the host talks about the problems they have with their love life and the listeners give advice. Obviously, you and I have no problems with our love life. We've nailed it. We've crushed it. Yeah, we're really this good is, at this. I think a guest should have to come in and and have to you know pitch us there like talk to us about because you and i we have no idea what the dating world is like right now we have no interest in it yeah and so i think that that makes us perfect for kind of giving this advice right yeah the best people to advise on dating are people that have been out of the game for 10 years exactly exactly and further i would like to up the ante on this because I think one thing that a lot of uh, a lot of these are missing is the actual act of sending in physical letters. I feel like every episode, every time we have a guest on, it should have a follow up episode where we have a bunch of actual physical letters that have been sent to us <laughs> to, to read to the guest again about what the audience thinks about their life. You hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. You want to use snail mail for this? I think there's something to the fact that somebody wrote a physical letter and put it into the mail to, to say it to like, and then we get that. You hear us go and rip it open and pull out the little paper here and unfold it. And, and it says like, wow, you should probably text him back. <laughs> like, By the I time think, you're getting this advice, it's way too late. I think I'm coming around to like the, what am I doing not writing letters? Like, I miss that level of separation and, like, conversation because, like, I, I'm i never going to get a letter and be like, oh, no, I have to respond to that right now. I'm going to get a letter and then forget about it. You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah, get it. I'm going to read it. I don't respond to texts, so I, I, I can't delude myself into thinking that, like, I bet letters would fix me.
But you've got that urgency for text, right? You have that urgency that then you ignore and then you feel bad, right? Right, and then I don't text back. Exactly. A letter won't do that to you. Because this is already right, a week so separated. Right, so I won't respond. No. Uh, what, are, what, are, what, are, what are you, you trying have, to think? What are you trying to say here? I'm trying to say avoid the bad feeling and then just respond in the same amount of time. And that, But it's reasonable now. But I won't. I will respond in a longer amount of time. I forget every course. If I don't respond immediately, I forget every correspondence that ever comes my way. <laughs> I we just need to you, we need to change that mindset because then maybe maybe you have letter writing Tuesday. You sit down. You 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 have your pile of letters you've received, and you go like, okay, I need to respond to this one, and you handwrite it. You put it in the mail and you send it off. You get yourself a little wax seal with a with a snail shell on it. Let me Pass tell you, that's little. that's what I'm really good at is regularly scheduled events with little to no <laughs> stimulus. That's yeah, that really gets me going. That revs maybe, my engines. Maybe that'll help. You know, maybe maybe this is the hot new thing. This is what people have been saying to me since I was seven, Riley. <laughs> oh, maybe if Andrew just structured his life, it'd be better. <laughs> What's his problem? He's not good at structure. Okay, well, what if he just did it, though? <laughs> Maybe if you did something with your hands, you know? <laughs> yeah, the other option, the other thing is people can't read my handwriting. It's it's atrocious. <laughs> but it'll get better with practice. That's what they've been saying since I was seven, Riley. Get with and the you picture. Stopped, you stopped writing for 14 years. Because I was bad at it. <laughs> Riley, got, yeah, yeah, what? Well, I got what, a Andrew? podcast idea for you. And actually, right. more than that, I got a bone to pick with the audience. Okay, it's been a while since we've done this. I, but. I see you, okay? This is my thing. Somebody, mm. Riley, gets on this call today and says, Andrew, I'm very excited. <laughs> I have a podcast theme to show you that someone in the audience wrote into me on Blue Sky. A, I'm the blue sky guy of the podcast. Neither of us likes blue sky, but I'm the one that chained myself to it. I like blue sky. Don't tie me down. <laughs> you like blue? Okay. Either way. Secondly, you're the you're the Tumblr guy. I I'm chained to blue sky. <laughs> Secondly, you tagged Riley in it. Collecting theme songs and showing them off. That's my thing. You're giving Riley my shtick. <laughs> This is why I this is why I push back against every every popularity themed thing that we do at the Moonshot Network. I know who I'm strapped to. I know what you take from me, Riley. It's everything. So I see you, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe at plumtreechloe.bc. I see you. I will review your submission later. <laughs> Meanwhile, Riley, I've got a theme song to show you. Do you have time that is pulled up? Yeah, I got time that is Great. pulled I'm up. Great, I'm sending you a bespoke MP3 that I took, cut, and recorded. <laughs> Riley was just going to send me a link. No. A loose TikTok. A loose TikTok embedded in a blue sky. No. <laughs> I do this right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. 
Is that Nick Lutzko? <laughs> it is not. This is a song by Jordan Birchall. Uh, I found it through TikTok, but you can find his stuff at listentojordan.com. This is very much like obvi- the obvious direction is a how it's made, but for podcasts. Like <laughs> that is like the obvious, obvious step of just like the and we started in a similar way, right? It's like, hey, Andrew. Yeah, Riley. Have you ever thought about refrigerators? And I go, I mean, a little bit. Why? He's like, well, I just can't. How do they work? And then the theme hits. And then the theme comes down. Oh, you mean you mean a podcast version of how it works? Yeah. I thought you meant like it's a podcast where you get deep into the nitty-gritty of podcast editing. Like no. Like I go, Riley, do you want to make a podcast? And you say, Yeah. And then it's just the sound of us clicking in audacity for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I thought I, you meant a nitty-gritty podcast podcast. I meant in like an education podcast where we would we would learn, we would grow, we would get picked up by maximum fun eventually. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and we would have guests on, but they wouldn't be experts on the subject. It would just be like, and now we have this uh this <laughs> this D-list comedian here to talk to us. That's right, Paul F. Tompkins is back, but is here to talk I to us hope, about I'm not okay. I think he's great. I was going to say, I'm not going to take this Paul F. Tompkins D-list comedian slander. Do you think he's an A-list? He was in There Will Be Blood. He's an actor, oh my God. <laughs> performer, writer, comedian. He's a star, Riley. <laughs> I am not true. taking the slander. Um, what year did There Will Be Blood come out? This is, So this is a pod. I mean, he's been in other stuff. That's just the most, like, prestigious. Yeah, that's the most thing. relevant thing. Yeah, the thing from... Riley... <laughs> This is a podcast where, like, I come on and I say, hi there. Thanks for joining me, Riley, and our guest this week, uh, Jamie Loftus. Let me tell you how marshmallows get made. And you've done a research. You've done a prepper. It's like a Hamburg lore, but without. I haven't done research. I just have the Wikipedia page pulled up. Oh, I see. I see. That's how we get picked up by a a good network. We just kind of have it ready to go. I see, I see. So we're not doing, we're not doing any extra work on this. <laughs> Nowadays, marshmallows are made by a gelatin process and had very little re- relevance to how they were originally made. But the name comes from the fact that they were a mallow plant uh, that you found in a marsh. So today's marshmallows aren't even plants. No, they're well. They they use some of the same stuff, but like it's primarily gelatin for cost cutting measures and for you know and, consistency. And Jamie Loftus, what do you think about this? I don't have a Jamie Loftus impression ready to go. I apologize. I don't know who that is. So I, I she's a good podcaster who I critiqued her podcast once, and then someone snitch tagged me on Twitter. And, ah, um, and I then forgot about she, this. Well, actually. They didn't actually, I should say they didn't snitch tag me. Someone just said it and they were just like, wow, Andrew, I also agree with that podcast by Jamie Loftus. You weren't joking. And I guess she name searched herself. And then she was like, uh, actually, it's a very important podcast. I'm writing about very important topics. So I shouldn't be critiqued for the fact that there's an ad break every 10 seconds. Uh, and then Jay, like quote tweeted me and said that. And then uh, her stands all came into my mentions and were just like, I can't believe you'd complain about the ads on such an important podcast. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not bitter. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know, normal, normal. It's we're good. <laughs> so the, we've the, had the podcast show. is good. It's just their their ads suck. 
I don't know what to tell you. That's their soul. I even, I was complaining about the network, their network MO. That being said, please pick us up for no one asked for this. A, uh, yes, yes. An invention podcast. Now, do you have another idea of what this podcast could be? What this theme could lead us to? I, there is a little bit of something with how we were talking about, uh, how I thought you were going with this of the uh, podcast ASMR. Well, no, not podcast ASMR, but more. What if we, we get really navel gazy and just say like, let's have us talk to other podcasters about like, Hey, why do you podcast? Tell us about like what podcasting is for you. Cause truly no one asked for this. <laughs> I just, I feel like one of the things that we often do wrong, you and I, is assume that people care about the nitty gritty of podcasting. <laughs> I want to be very clear with you. I know that nobody cares about the nitty gritty of podcasting. You, you and I tend to narrow cast things to other podcasters, which is great because then we get to talk to other podcasters. But then we're all it's you know instead of passing the five dollars around Patreon, we're all passing around the one listen. I do want to point out to you that we have a podcast that is a podcast about pitching podcasts. That's our exactly. audience. The narrow cast <sighs> is our audience. We, I guess we, you're we, right. I'm narrow casting to 100% of our people. That's true. That's true. I would love if one of you out there <laughs> doesn't make a podcast or hasn't and won't, <laughs> I would love to dissect you in a lab. Yeah, and figure if you, out if you listen what to brought our you here. <laughs> Chloe, if this is you, I apologize. Please, please be unintimidated and just tell me it's you. But uh, now that I've called out one listener, that's the one person that would have reached out. Um, yeah, no, the, I, the, the, the people that have a pod, people that have a podcast and people that listen to our podcast is a circle. <laughs> There has to be somebody. There has to be. Like, and I, I think I'd go further than that. I wouldn't say people who have a podcast because I know there are people without podcasts that listen. But my thing is, have they ever appeared Mike to MP3? You know what I mean? That's it. That's the line. Or like, do you think about making a podcast? It's not hard, but you shouldn't do it anyways. <laughs> you should be... <laughs> It's not hard. It's really quite easy. But please don't do it for your <laughs> sake. Riley, do you have a do you have a different uh, podcast idea for me? <laughs> Just think about how embarrassing it will be to explain to your coworkers. <laughs> uh, yeah, give I, me one I go to sick. my coworkers and they say, "What'd you do this weekend?" And I say, "Do you want to talk about shrimp or do you want to talk about a podcast?" And they hang up. <laughs> You call like your coworkers every day? I guess, yeah, you work remote. I have meetings, yeah. <laughs> oh, can God. I tell you? I, can I tell you about an unhinged thing they did at my work now that I'm thinking about it? Yeah, fuck me up. Let's go. <laughs> my company's anniversary was not too long ago. And as a uh as a event for our anniversary, um they had like a, a full day of different things that we could do. And I was, and I looked at the list, and I was like, "Oh, good! Thank God that us remote employees will be will be spared," uh, <laughs> because they were things like a scavenger hunt, and uh -huh. uh, you know, there's going to be food in the office, and you know, things like that. And one of the things was that HR would pair every employee up with another no. in their building to go on a coffee date. I, oh boy. Riley, you're going to get assigned a random coworker to go get coffee with. 
What feeling <sighs> to, did you? What feeling? Just to, just to, tell me off the dome. What feeling hit your throat? I was hit by a sort of a sort of. It's in my building, right? In my building. As far as you know, yeah, in your building. In my building, I think I can do it because I think I have a rapport. And there's like three people that I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you, mm-hmm. but I think everyone else likes you. I'm the chief vibes officer now, Andrew. That's true. That's true. You, you're, you know, you're in an office. You, I think you have a different view on it. But even my people, the other thing is, you are in customer service in a position that like you interact with human beings on a daily basis. Yes, yes, yes. I work on uh, in tech development where n- nobody I work with ever wants to say a word to another human being. <laughs> well, that was my fear is like, well, if it's not just my building, then I start getting the freaks and technology collections and mm-hmm. I can't have that. <laughs> you don't want to sit down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Andrew, I, I assume you didn't share my thought process here. So I thought, oh, good, I'll be spared. No. No. Two days Did before, you? we get a new Slack channel that pops up called location-remote, where all of the remote employees get added. So now we have to deal with a, a location <laughs> chat. And in there, we get a note that says, hey, you're all going to get paired up with one of the other people on the Island of Misfit Toys. And you're going to have to do a Skype call Zoom date with this person to celebrate our anniversary. <sighs> Is there a time limit set? Is there, is it just get on a call and see what happens? Is there a itinerary or are they just like, like, cause there's an amount of this that's like, if there is some sort of structure you can adhere to, you can at least get in, get out. You could do the check the boxes, but if they're just like time to sit down and just let the all human experience bounce off each other, then it's like, I'm going to die here. It is. They they put a like calendar spot in our calendar. Like there is a meeting in our calendar, but it's like everyone is invited to this meeting that is the time blocked off for make a Skype call. But like we still have to go and individually set up our, our Teams chat. <laughs> Which I don't know if you use Microsoft Teams, but it's a nightmare. I, I I have touched it. I have to touch it for my Friday meetings only with the two remote people. And I do hate it because um, it feels like every time I get an email and like try to use the actual application on my computer, it says, no, 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 no. You want the website. <laughs> and then I go to the, like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll go to the website. It takes me to the website. It's like, are you sure you don't want to use the app? And I'm like, sure. I'll, I'll open up. I'll open up the, the, the program. Yeah, totally. I click the program and it opens up and it goes, I can't log you in. I go, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> So I had to make a, I had to make this coffee date. I got randomly paired with one of our C-suite employees. Now, C-suite, I'm going to Google that really quickly. Don't need to go into it too much. The C's, okay, okay, okay. Oh, no. The (laughs) C-blank O's. Yes, the the fancy people Mm -hmm. who then, it's worse for you. Because now this means that they want to make sure that they are doing a air quotes, good job to be seen by the peons yes so you now have somebody who is too involved in a way that you don't want to be too involved in my company in a way that i truly am not uh they want to be involved in the big team building activity to show that they're one of the common people um Mm -hmm. they're just like us yes they care about the business capital b business you know (sighs) Uh uh-huh 
Like, it's not just I care about the company. I care about the business. The business of the thing. And on top of that, they may or may not be part of the people who sign your paycheck. And so now you need to pretend to care about the business. Yeah. This. So the person I got assigned to, not technically, but like also kind of, my company's big enough and we have enough like departments that it was like, it was a thing where it was like, it's kind of weird that we've never met considering <laughs> how much our departments interact mm-hmm. but like it also makes sense that we'd never interact because you are a fancy you're a fancy lad in a nice chair yeah and i am not but it, yeah it's one of those things where it's like it's a little weird that like i've never been to a meeting you've called you know um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's just a lot of like i was just like oh hello <laughs> guy how, guy who i'm have... sure makes six of me you know how how long before did you know who you were seeing? You know what I mean? How long did you have? Could you prepare anything? Could you like kind of try to get your shit in order? Or I, did you sit down going like, I'm probably going to get paired with fucking <laughs> not Grizzy because you don't work with Grizzy. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I, somebody I, I like I got passed paired, in I got, a digital hallway. I got paired up with them the day before and the pairing was done through the person leading the thing, sending a DM to the two of us being like, you two are paired up for coffee. Enjoy. And then that guy never messaged me. And I was like, well, you're the C-suite employee, so I'm not going to message you and be like, when do you want to get coffee? Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, okay, another company all-hands meeting has been called during the time I'm supposed to be doing this, which shows the organization at my company's level. But I guess I'll go to that meeting instead. And then if anyone asks, I'll just be like, oh, I had a meeting come up during that time. Oh, we could have scheduled different. Oh, my bad. Uh, But then I'm in that meeting and that guy messages me and he's like, hey, sorry, I'm late. You want to call for coffee? And I was like, shit. (sighs) Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I chatted with him for a few minutes. He seemed, he honestly, chat went better than I expected it to. It was fine. It was fine. Guy was nice. I do have a, I just have a gripe that it happened. Uh, And I got a gripe that you don't like Indiana, but I will say the worst people on earth are Ohio State fans and people from Ohio as a whole. You are, you are right. I mean, it it is like Indiana gets the bulk of my ire because I have to pass through it to get to my friends in Michigan. But Ohio is right there and is kind of the squeakquel to Indiana. Every time that I talk to someone who's an Ohio State fan, I mention the fact that I'm from Michigan. And then the fact that there's a football game that they enjoy is the only thing that they can talk about for the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm, 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 to mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. a person actively like, yeah, that's football. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about that specifically. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> our rivalry. Boy, you really I hate don't... people from my town, huh? I really only watch professional sports. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't really pay much attention to it, but cool. Yeah, O-H-I-O. <laughs> Go, you can spell. <laughs> it's 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 an awkward conversation that i have multiple times a year where i just mention i'm from michigan and they're just like oh my buckeyes i'm like jesus they're, christ this is what we're I don't doing know. now <laughs> i it's it's it is truly insane i will never understand college football fans because it is so foreign to me uh because like they make big kids sports you can watch them and they're paid to do that instead of like 
I want to watch the children in the murder bowl. It's and like they get scraps. It's like veal. Yeah, it's it's better that way when it's college students than when it's like adults. It's it's better when they're unpaid children than when than when uh, you have to pay an adult to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, because their brains aren't fully formed yet, so when they get the concussion, it can bounce back. Exactly. It's like rubber. They're all like little Luffy's. This is how I feel every year when like March Madness comes around and my my job will send out like that. Do a fucking bracket because, Andrew, I'm a bracket lover. I love a bracket. Mm -hmm. This is this is broken. This is soulless. They have taken a thing I have loved and reshaped it into this nightmare of 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 thing. like you you write down every part of it. What are you doing? No, no one's going to get that. That's foolishness. Riley, this is the most basic bracket there is. It's it. I hate it. This it. is a bracket in its purest form. No, you just fill out who you think of... will win, and then an external force happens, and then it does it. I hate your style of brackets, where your style of bracket is like we fill out a bracket, and then we just see who we like more, and then they win. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's no like the point of a bracket is like you can have an upset, and that's the point of this one as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tell me, Champs it, has never had an upset. <laughs> I'm saying Champs has an upset when we like accidentally get three of the wrong nerds on the chat at the same time. <laughs> It's, Any given Sunday, Andrew. Yeah. We fundamentally disagree. We've hashed it out before. Do you have another podcast idea for me? We disagree at like a, a, a core level. Again, you are the, we are the most two different people who somehow work together perfectly. You say I love a you, you say I love a bracket, and then you hand me a popularity contest. And I go, Riley, this is a popularity contest. And you go, No, it's a bracket. I drew squiggles on it. I want to take a moment to shout out electric gaunt on tumblr who i'm about to read a podcast pitch from but they have started doing a special thing where they have written at the bottom of their of their their suggestion parentheses you can listen to the podcast minds with a link to the podcast minds oh advertising our podcast is a good idea we should try that <laughs> we should try to do that just sometimes <laughs> thank you thank you electric gun huh. if you all want if you all want to go up on the good fan board the good user board <laughs> try to be more like electric gun work for us for free <laughs> please chop chops chloe <laughs> i i'm sorry chloe <laughs> they made their bed <laughs> Video game podcast to assure non-gamer loved ones that their gamers are doing okay, even if they aren't. And any of the latest need-to-know gamer info for non-gamers. <laughs> you want to do a video game podcast, right, Andrew? I feel like it would be cool. I I want I'm, to as an excuse to like play video. I, I want I want to have a video game podcast in the same way that when I was a teenager, I wanted to work at GameStop. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 Where I was like ignoring the fact of like, yeah, that means you work retail, but it's around a bunch of people like you, which you think you want, but you don't. You absolutely do not. Yeah, yeah. But like, imagine this. We're doing this video game podcast, and this is a gaming podcast specifically for like, you know, today we're going to talk about how to interact with your uh, <laughs> with your roommate, your friend, your partner, your child when they're playing Sekiro and losing. Now, Andrew. This is yeah, this is a podcast called Are You Winning Son? Yeah. Yeah. Are Are You Winning Son? A podcast for parents. Yeah. And we are here to say, like, yes, 
your kid has thrown that controller and that's not good you but- should stop them i th- this is the thing is that like i feel like people that are outside of gaming's thrall are right and i feel like we're doing them a disservice by like trying to inform them <laughs> We're poisoning them. We're poisoning the well. We are. We are doing something awful. Introducing chemicals. Yeah, like what? T- what good does it serve to look to look my mother in the eye and say, "So speed running, okay? Here's what it is." <laughs> well, it's not. She wouldn't listen every episode. Here's what your mother would do. She would see. I don't know if you've had this. Where sometimes when I'm frustrated playing a game, and I'm like, I am, I am trying to win and failing. I I will get frustrated and then someone around me will go like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, video game thing. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm normal. <laughs> Do you ever have that or are you stone cold? They go, ah, yes. I made a misplay there. I tend to get that. I I, I will do that in multiplayer games where or like competitive games. Like, if I play a game of magic where I fuck up and I'm like, I know that I made a misplay because of a mindset I've been trying to fight in myself for a long time. Like this, like mm-hmm. I'm doing the mistake again. That will bug me. Single player games. I don't really get discouraged by unless I'm dealing with a bug in the game. Interesting. If okay. I, if I like, if I'm playing Baldur's Gate and then I lose an hour and a half of playtime because a weird bug happened and I haven't saved in a while. Um, and then I'm just like, Oh, I can't open my inventory anymore. Oh, I, the game still thinks I'm in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't interact with the world. I guess I have to reload before that conversation started. Shit. I have not saved on this map. Mm-hmm. When when that happens, that is when I will be like in a sour mood because I've wasted like an hour of my day. But I think okay. that I've played enough like <laughs> not to be like I play Souls games, so I'm better than people, but I'm better than people because I play <laughs> Souls games where I'm just like, oh, I, I bashed my head on the wall for eight hours. But like that felt really good. I really enjoyed myself. See, I, I, I when I was playing Armored Core, I was uh, like the, the end of chapter one boss fight. I would be playing it doing pretty well, would lose. And then I'd go like, and I tap, I like tap during the in, like the interim. Like I'm trying to keep my momentum up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to relax. And so I keep getting like tighter and tighter wound as I go until I finally win. And then just like, yes, and like make too loud of a noise. And for someone who share who you, the office used to be neck behind the couch where Mandy was watching one piece. And so be like, like, are you okay? <laughs> Is everything good? <laughs> Because I'm just sitting there going, like tapping and just losing my mind. I will say, I will I will be uh, playing Sekiro and fighting against uh, the giant ape. And then Sam will just be sitting there reading and I'll just go, fuck. And that's as much as I like, I don't yell. I don't get, I don't get angry. Just like as a person, I, I don't really get angry in a way that like, I do worry is a fundamental break in myself, but that's between me and my therapist. But like, <laughs> I I don't really get angry. I, I don't really get mad. Um, I tend to be pretty chill about things. Um, on, on the other end of that spectrum, I, I rarely have unbridled joy. So like, it's not like it's all, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I've, I've 
I've met the Buddha <laughs> on the road and killed him. It's I I <laughs> I I am very e- I'm very even keeled. I only go up to five on either end of any spectrum. Um, so it is kind of like oh yeah, losing video games is like the moment that I'm just like ah, and then I'm just like oh, I'm good. I just had like that 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 quick reaction, that little like a, mm-hmm. a quick release, and now I'm back to normal. So I'm good. <laughs> I. Okay, so maybe maybe the thing is you just can't do this podcast because you're you you are fully you are zen. You have achieved video game enlightenment. I have, I have, yeah. I I <laughs> I met Buddha on the road and I whittled him down uh, through two health bars and then I finally got him one day. <laughs> Andrew, do you have a different suggestion for me? <laughs> All right, Riley, I got another podcast idea for you. Yeah, hit me, hit me. This one came in a little while ago from uh, Cello Buster. They sent it a little too early, but now we're thick in it. Uh, Riley, they want to know what a pumpkin spice podcast is. Welcome to pumpkin spice season. Spice spiced. I mean, hmm. So, how interesting. I, I'm someone who likes a pumpkin spice chai latte. That's good to me. I, I like a, a good pumpkin spice, yeah. That's always, always been delicious. The thing is, I really don't connect that flavor with aesthetic or with content in the way that I think it it could be. You know what I mean? You don't taste pumpkin spice and think, ah, fall. I don't actually. I think I see I feel that when I see the leaves. I, I feel that when the other morning when I was driving Mandy to the train, there was rain coming on the horizon, but the sun was rising behind me. And so it cast a gold glow against the dark gray clouds. Uh and that was gorgeous. That speaks to me of fall. I I really like pumpkins, Halloween. Great. I get it. I love it. Uh, but I don't participate in it as hard as I as hard as the aesthetic would would make one assume. You know what I mean? As as, there, far, as hard as others do. There is a little bit to associate it. Like, I, I do agree with you. I, I do feel like there have been a lot of like. It feels very commercial in a way that like when people say like, ah, it's fall season time for hay bales and falling leaves and pumpkin spice lattes. Mm -hmm. It does kind of feel like, oh, shit, like Starbucks got to you. Like Starbucks (laughs) has made it like a culturally relevant thing that this Mm -hmm. it it, it feels a little bit like the McRib is back. It is a little bit. The McRib is McRib season. (laughs) Tell you you there. Boy. Oh shit! What is it Toyota it? already? <laughs> it's it's and I I to me fall is so different. To me fall is gray skies and I'm wearing my jacket and I'm outside and it's crisp and I can see my breath and I have a I have a beer and there's a fire pit. I'm surrounded by company. There is a light music playing in the background. Like the sun is setting. There are too many birds. The cicadas have shut the fuck up. I'm like, finally fall. The world is getting darker and grayer yes. and sadder. I Perfect. forget that I have I forget that I get seasonal affective disorder, and it's just that I hate summer. Summer yeah, sucks same. shit through a straw. Same. Fuck okay. summer. I'm tired of it being 110 and it's only going to get hotter. I don't want that. I hate it. I, I love you, it when the temperature changes and I can finally wear more than one layer at a time, like on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Like it, during, during, you know, during the summer, I do it at a necessity because like I'm going to sweat like a pig through one shirt and like 
<laughs> Finally, I get to, to I get to layer. I get to look good doing it. I don't have to put a t-shirt under a t-shirt and then act like I'm not walking around like I'm wearing a life jacket. <laughs> yeah, double t-shirt it up. Yeah, I don't want that shit. I get like being able to like turn off my fan at work, being able to to have the windows open and like smell the air to walk outside and like there is a crispness to it. And I don't think you can emulate that on a podcast. <laughs> I think that we can, but we're going to sell the podcast on CDs at Starbucks. <laughs> so we are we are autumnal vibes. Now that's what I call podcast. Now that's what I call autumnal volume two. Now that's what I cast autumnal. Now pots what I cast autumn. That iced coffee will be eight dollars. Hey gang, Andrew here. Listen, I don't have a full ad for this show because it's kind of a joke, but I did start a podcast where I'm recapping MILF Manor, the newest, hottest reality show on uh, the Learning Channel. It's a reality show where a bunch of MILFs arrive on an island and uh, they're supposed to date a bunch of other people, but it turns out the guys there are their kids. So naturally, I made a podcast about it with my mom. Come check us out. It's called Mild Mannered, and you can find it on the Moonshot Podcast Network.